This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash RedBullRant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Once a Metro. I'm your host, Jason I. Pico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 160, Fire Revs Burn. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. That, that seems to be a very appropriate title for this uh, this week. And if only the Dallas Burn were still a name, it, it would have been really apropos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So two games this past week, and we forgot to talk about the one of them on the last show. I realized that like immediately after the fire game, um, took on the Chicago Fire on Friday, September 11th. Uh, slow arriving crowd because it was a Friday seven o'clock game, which is a stupid, terrible fucking idea that should be shot out of a cannon. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, and but the Red Bulls happened to come back from a two nothing deficit to win three two. Then they traveled to New England for their first shot at cleansing a playoff spot um, and lost 2-1 to one on a night where nothing felt right for anybody because the referee fucked everything up. Um, mm. at, at, least, at least it was an equal opportunity fucking over by the referee. I'll give him that credit. Mm. Uh, all right, let's, but let's get into these two games. Um, so, you know, usually we do one like and dislike, but how about this? Since we have no guests this week, and we have no guests because... Apparently everybody in Portland's a little too scared to come on our show and yeah, talk to us. bunch of um, chumps. I'm calling. I calling you out, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> chumps. I'm, you know what? I'm calling out Portland, Maine. Fuck it. How about hey, Portland, Pennsylvania? Oh, Portland or Portland, New Jersey. I don't know what, where Portland is, but it's somewhere up there. <laughs> so uh, this, let's let's do two likes and dislikes, one for each game. The, sure. I, I think these kind of deserve it. So we'll start with. Uh, the Chicago game, and then with the New England stuff. First, for dislike for Chicago, Pat, you're up. What would you hate about that one? Um, I guess, you know, just the fact that they went down early and made it more exciting than it should have been against a crap team. Um, you know, it's you would like to see the Red Bulls play a full 90. Uh, fortunately, they were able to come back, but, um, you know, it was a bit uh, – it made it a little bit too more – a little too more too exciting for my liking uh, at the beginning. Um, you know, I never lost faith as a fan, and obviously the team didn't either. But uh, you know, you wish they would just take games like that against bottom feeders and crush them to the ground, especially at home. So I'm nitpicking, but yeah, that'd be my dislike. My dislike is I barely remember this game because last night's game is so fresh in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dislike, big old dislike for me is that. I was excited to watch the game, and then I realized it was not on MSG, but on Unimas! Unimas! So again, couldn't watch it. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to break down Unimas in general. So couldn't watch the game. I was at work, so I tried to tune it in on my phone, and it was like breaking up because I don't have good reception at work. <laughs> so there's a problem. 
But then, so I get home, like, well, at least I'll go home and I'll watch the condensed game, you know? What was going on with the broadcast? Now, I was watching just the condensed version, but you could hear the Spanish announcers behind, in the background of the American announcers. Yeah. What was happening, Unimas? I, I don't know. Actually, I completely forgot about that until you just mentioned it. That was... For a, a company that does television, how do you not know how to separate audio streams? Or actually, better put, how do you let those two audio streams get mixed together in the first place? I don't know. And the really funny thing is that since, you know, you had the American broadcasters louder, uh, when you watch the highlight of a goal, you hear, like, the Spanish guys go, goal, and then it's like the American guy's like, oh, 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 yeah, goal. He's like, jump in on the guy, you know? Yeah, the, best, the best part was that was in, like, stereo for a good, like, five seconds because of yeah. how that worked. Uh, and I'm sorry, yet again, can we just keep bashing American Unimas because they are just, they're still terrible. Terrible. Oh, yeah. I don't want the American guy to yell goal. I, I don't want to hear it from him. Wait, it's hold on. So, so th- th- I have to step in with this one. This, this is not my dislike, but Max McCarthy, Dax McCarthy, <laughs> Jurgen, as in, I, I probably said it wrong, but Jurgen as in, like, the hand lotion. Jurgen Klinsman. <laughs> like, seriously. You're there, you're, you're presumably a professional commentator, because you're working for a company that broadcasts some sort of sporting event, and you can't even get the names of the people right. Like, just... And I'm, those are the obvious ones I caught. I'm pretty sure there's some, like, subtle ones I missed, but from, from a guy who does a terrible job with names, you really sucked. Who I forget the guy's name, but you really sucked. On Friday well, he night can't get him. other people's names right, so why should we get his name? Yeah. Well, true. All he gets to say is... But, oh, do I need to find that the, that white the white glove on the white bullet clip again and just like make that a permanent sound effect? You should have. You should have been on right on top of that. It's too late. You lost. You lost the moment. You lost yeah. it, Jay. The moment is gone. Yeah, that's nope. not. Yeah, you gotta, right. Anytime games like Unamas, you got to make sure you got that guy ready. Yeah. Well, we'll have that in a, a week or so. But anyway, my dislike. And I kind of mentioned it when we when I opened the show. Uh, MLS, 7 p.m. start time in New York City is not a good start time if you want a crowd there. that I've, I saw tweets before the game. People talk about being stuck in traffic. At, like, I'm, I know they were joking, but asking for the game to be held up so they can get there. And Don't get me wrong. The crowd eventually filled out to be a, a very decent size for a Friday night. But they have another game coming up in two weeks against Orlando City on a Friday night. Oh! You're, you're basically, I don't know what it is with MLS and just not wanting the Red Bulls to have a crowd. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it's just like, they've very rarely had a Saturday night game. There are Sunday games, except for like the New York City games and maybe DC have been kind of lackluster. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, average, the reported average attendance, I say reported because we know there's a difference between reported and actual, but reported average attendance is up since last year, but it seems like the in-stadium attendance is lower than, uh, at least in my opinion, lower than last year. And I think that can be attributed to scheduling. I can't believe I have to miss yet another game because of stupid Unimas. Unimas. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm betting there's another um, Friday night game for the Red Bulls after Orlando City. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. You know what's funny? I'm, I'm looking up too. I guarantee you. Oh wait, they're not going to play on Halloween. Never mind. That's not going to happen. I was going to say I guarantee you, like their last home game would be on Halloween, but that's that's not going to happen. All right. Uh, Why wouldn't they schedule a game on Halloween? 
costume well, night at Red Bull well, Arena. Well, that would probably be the first look of the playoffs, if anything, since uh, the their season ends on... So you do have another Friday night... Oh, wait, just the wrong team. What the hell? Damn, damn you, MLS website, for making it NY Red Bull instead of New York. Damn Unimas. Right. That's what I so said. I was, I was wrong. There is no more Friday night games, but the Red Bulls do have a Wednesday, a Saturday against Columbus, and a Sunday against Philadelphia. After that, that's the remaining home games right now. So, yay for that. Mm. Um, all right, let's, let's move on. What, what, do we, what do we like about the game against Chicago? Well, I guess uh, tying it up before halftime, right? They scored very quickly after Chicago's second goal, which was nice. So you kept that two-goal deficit uh, for only like a few minutes until Red Bulls got that one back. And when you can make things 2-2 at halftime, you're obviously now the team with the momentum. Um, unfortunately, the only goal they did score in the second half was on a PK, but, you know, you take some when you can get some. I don't know what is, again, with the Chicago fire that just drives them absolutely bananas. Um, but, yeah, so it's nice. You equalize, you know, you, you, come in the, you come into the locker room feeling good. You play a lot better and uh, get the win. Uh yeah, I mean, I kind of just have to agree there. I mean, the, the, the comeback is absolutely we have to like about this, uh, the resiliency of the squad and, um, you know, the, the fact that uh, they didn't get down and get get it in their head that they just can't do it against Chicago. Instead, they counterattacked. They answered right away to that second goal. Uh, Mike Grilla once again scored another fantastic uh, goal, which, well, we'll obviously talk about that, I guess, in the next one as well. But, um, you know, it, you just got to – you know, love the never say die attitude about this team that they display, and uh, it's gotta have you uh, encouraged despite recent games um, going in through the rest of the season. So, uh, yeah, just a comeback and uh, and my wings that I had at Hooters were delicious when I watched <laughs> this game. So, it's been a while since I've had Hooters wings. I forgot how good they were. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. People disparage the Hooters wing, but I enjoy them. Yeah, they're tasty. I, I prefer me making my own. Because it's cheaper, and plus there's no there's no decent place around me to get wings. Um, incidentally, I did have wings last night during the Red Bulls game. Uh, anyway, mm. um, I'm not sure what I like this different from what you guys like. Actually, I think about it. Um, yeah, I, I can't anything else on that one. So we'll just move on. How about the fact uh, that Sasha's mustache is coming back hardcore? Oh yeah, well, that's true. That's that's true. That's that'll be a good thing. Um, now if Dax Dax gets his going. Oh, watch out. Yeah, exactly. Playoff stash push. <laughs> so, so here's a question then: what what player aside from Dax or or Kleshin should grow a mustache? Oh, Felipe, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, hands down, Felipe. Get it going. I like, I, I like how you answered that without skipping a beat. I was already thinking about it when you asked the question. <laughs> it was already going in my head. I already had that. I think Lade should try. It's Why like not? four strands of hair. Yeah. I kind of think Robles should. Um, I, I don't know. It just. I feel like he would have one of those like old school mustaches that would just be like perfect for a goalkeeper. I don't know. Like Chef. Um, yeah. Well, probably a little bit better than Chess, but yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So. Luis Robles. I like the stash. Is that is that what we need for Chef Messing to be like a hundred percent homework for the Red Bulls? Is Luis Robles to grow a mustache? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Then he'll fully be full on Red Bull. <laughs> all right. So the second game. Uh, we have to talk about is the Oof. last night at New England. Uh, this was the Red Bulls' first attempt to clinch a playoff spot 
All they had to do was win, and they didn't. They lost. All, all they had to do in New England, <laughs> where they rarely win, is yeah. win. right. Okay. Against a very good team. So all they had to do. That that is terrible without Jermaine Jones, who was suspended for this game. Uh, whatever. And the Red Bulls lost two to one. Uh, for their part, uh, they let up a goal in the second minute. Mm. It was, and then answered back. So there was a two goals in the first six minutes of the game, and then the referee just kind of killed it for everybody. So, uh, dislikes about this one. I'm going to go first because I have to talk about the referee. You, that's, that's my thing. I haven't done it in a while. And listen, I'm not. this is not a – I said on Twitter last night that the Revs got favoritism last night, and I, that was my original thought. And after looking at some of the calls, that's not the case. He was just terrible last night. Um, the, 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 at halftime, it was Red Bulls 8, Revs 2 in terms of fouls. 3-0 Red Bulls in terms of yellow cards. The game managed to equalize itself to 19-18 in terms of fouls. So that means the Red Bulls had 11 fouls in the second half, and the Revs had 16. I I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it was a chippy game, but it was not, that that second half was not 27 card worth, or 27 foul worthy chippy. That was just, he just completely lost the game when he Gave Dax the yellow card. Granted, that probably should have been a yellow card, but there was a foul right before it never got called, and Dax, from that point on, was just upset. Red Bulls players were upset for the seemingly uneven lack or seemingly uneven calls that we made. Then the Revs got upset for Damian Pernell, who honestly should have been thrown out of the game uh, right before halftime, not getting thrown out only because the referee would have really lost the game at that point, and he just. A terrible game overall, and just completely ruined whatever there was. Well, I mean, that was kind of going to be my dislike anyway with the officiating, and the biggest problem is not only the fact that I don't even know who's going to be able to play on Sunday. They might have to bring in the Beast Squad. I think there's no one even available anymore to play that game. <laughs> well, the only, the, only, the only two players suspended are Dax McCarty and Connor Lade from Yellow Card Accumulation. Well, I'm joking, but come on, you get my point. Well, the, the people... It could have been a lot more the way that game was going, honestly. It could have been a lot more. Well, like I said, Perrinell should have gotten the red card, so, I mean, we were lucky. Um, but, yeah, and, and the issue was is that once these cards started flying, especially Dax McCarty, who's such an important player on the field, you can't play the way you want to play anymore because now you can't even take chances. They had to take Perrinell off at the half because he's sitting there with the card and the way he was playing. You know, like you said, he was lucky not to get kicked off. So you have to take him out, you know, out of the, that central defense, and you have to bring in Zubar. And then, of course, everyone shit on Zubar because he didn't play well. But, I mean, the guy's coming in at the half. I don't think he was really ready. It's not all on him for crying out loud because the first goal they gave up, just as bad as the second goal they gave up. Just, I, I, would, I would argue the first is worse because that was just complete, completely fell asleep. Yes, on. yes, absolutely. So let's not just blame the entire loss on freaking Zubar. Um, but it's tough when a game is like that and you're just afraid to do anything, and you definitely saw it. Unless you're Miazga, who's willing to throw Shoving a punch. Guys the <laughs> that, that, was, that was borderline punch, honestly. Like He's lucky that was only yellow. If, if, if this game was called differently, he would have been ejected. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's my dislike. I just wanted to kind of pile on there with just not only just the officiating, but just the way they played uh, with those cards. Uh, my dislike is not going to be the refs. It's going to be uh, you have the back line, Luis Robles. Uh, they just kind of, you know, they obviously fell asleep on the first goal. Uh, Robles probably could have done better on both. 
Uh, he even admitted so himself in the post game. Uh, so it, it's just, and then he had like a clearance or two that just didn't make any sense. So uh, the defensive back line, Robust being kind of the focal point of that poor play. Uh, I think that's my big dislike, especially considering how strong the defense has been uh, all year. It's kind of, I don't know exactly why they to, had an off night, but yeah, I'd say that's my big dislike. Yeah, just disappointing all around. Um, so what, if anything, can we take away that's positive from this match? Pat, we can start with you on that one. Uh, I guess my like would just have to be Mike Rell's goal. I mean, that was a nice heads-up goal. It was a real pretty one. I mean, this guy has a knack for doing – spectacular, uh, especially when needed. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to go with Mike Grella, who is sorely underrated in the, re- the FIFA player rela- uh, ratings that were recently released. Uh, should be much better than he's rated. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go Mike Grella, who at least temporarily was the hero of this game. Is there anything else? I mean, there's there's nobody else. There's no other good moment from this game but that goal. That That's it. That is absolutely it. And, Jay, when you're done – I, I want to pile on a little bit more about this game, but that it was just Mike, that one goal, that one moment, the mm-hmm. end. The pile, end. On that, pile on now. Go ahead. No, I, I, I want you to be happy, and then I want to go back to not being happy about this game. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can be happy about this game. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just that even though they were playing poorly, that they were still angry. Like, they they were obviously were not happy with how they played. So at, at least they – wasn't like an episode of them not, them not caring. They obviously cared about how poorly they were playing. And, you know, sometimes you just don't have it, and I guess that's what it was, that they just didn't have it that night. Um, and for the record, I am not blaming the loss on the referee, just just to make that clear. No, because we're going to get – I want I want to get to that. I, it's not the referee. It's the Red Bulls that lost the game. But um, I, I guess that the fact that they, they at least showed some fight, even if it was against the referee – and not, you know, putting balls back in that, at least there's some energy still there. It's not like they were just completely drained for this one and didn't show up. Well, I mean, they certainly showed fight on the their own side because they weren't on the uh, other side most of the game. <laughs> well, After yeah. The sixth minute. So let's just continue to pile on. I think another huge issue was they had absolutely no offensive touch on the offensive side of the ball, none. They looked outnumbered almost the entire game. The entire game, it looked like there was just twice as many Revolution players that there were Red Bulls. Uh, the subs didn't help at all. I, I, I mean, bringing Verone in with such little time left, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you would do that. I think when you're already down, bringing the fast guy, bringing the guy, the fresh legs, he's going to be the fresher player. He's the younger guy. He's obviously fast. We've seen the speed. Uh, but, I mean, when even when he came in, it was just too late. They just could not put touches together every ball is getting intercepted it was like the chicago game in chicago when they when they lose they just look very bad and this was a game they looked really really bad it was not a well-fought game it wasn't where they had multiple chances and just had bad luck it's just it was it was ugly i don't know any other way to describe that game but just really ugly yeah i i mean in the end i'm not gonna lose my mind over this game no. uh, you know it's it's if you're gonna lose you might as lose well lose to a good team and on the road, someplace you never play well. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, I think it's kind of clear the transition from grass to turf is not exactly the easiest thing to do. Um, you know, it, it's it's just something they're not you know, the balances and everything are not something they're used to. Uh, you know, I, at the same time, I'm not willing to completely blame the game on the turf, but it's you know, I, I went into this game, I, I called it in our private 
um, you know, predictions. I called it a one-one draw, although I was only swayed by reading Mark Fishkin's article on Empire Soccer, thinking he saying it was going to be a two-nothing win. I was like, oh, maybe it will be better, but I, I I thought this game was going to be a loss before that. Before I read Fishkin's article, I thought this game was going to be a loss anyway. So, uh, and we knew the Rebels weren't going to you know, win out the rest of the season. There was a loss somewhere in there. They're playing a lot of good teams. And, you know, unfortunately, they have most of them at home. Um, and again, you know, this loss puts them in a place now. The only team they can't surpass in the sport of shield race is Vancouver. Vancouver was very good, obviously. But uh, they still have enough games in hand to win the East, um, catch, you know, to catch LA, to catch all those teams. Uh, they just got to hope uh, they stumble in in Vancouver, or Vancouver stumbles, stumbles along the way. Um, you know, uh, hopefully they can get a result out of Portland. Uh, although I will say this much, in, in one one respect, you know, Dax and Laid getting missing the game is a blessing in disguise because Marsh does need to start rotating the players. Uh, it, it's getting to that time where, you know, these guys, are, you know, especially on short rest. I mean, I, I don't disagree with, starting your best 11 against New England because it was more of the must-win game than Portland. But, um, you know, he, he's got to start resting, guys. He's got to start rotating in Verona and Sean Wright Phillips uh, because otherwise these guys are going to have no legs uh, at, at, when come playoff team, especially since this team decided to play the starters and add more mileage to their legs by playing taking the Open Cup seriously. Who's even in the oh, final? Don't even. Who's even in the <laughs> final? I don't even know. I don't even care, you know? Uh, did the final happen? <laughs> well, who knows? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, that's the big thing going forward is now he's got to manage time a little bit better than he has all season. Uh, that's, that's been his biggest flaw, I would say, um, because you got to save your legs for the playoff push. Um, you know, I know this, the shield is there. It's, tantal- it's dancing tantalizingly before our eyes. Uh, but we have the depth. It's time to start using it. Yeah, I have nothing to add. I, I thought I was going to have something, but, oh, actually, one thing. Um, the turf did play a small part, and this will be the very last thing we're gonna get, move off this. The turf did play a small part. Um, there was a run right Phillips made where he had beaten an offside trap and was poised to to have a one on one attempted goal and probably would have scored, but the ball took a weird bounce off the turf and forced him to make a I'm trying to think of the right word here. Uh, forced himself to adjust to the ball and it took him all out of sorts. So I, it's not the reason we lost. But it um, doesn't help that uh, <clears throat> it doesn't help that the turf did play uh, a part in terms of at least in some some plays, not all, but some. Again, it's not it's not an excuse for the Red Bulls, but all right. So uh, let's do our little prediction roundup thing. So uh, for the Chicago match, pretty much everybody got the win. Nobody got the score, although I was the closest at three one. Um, in terms of the New England game, Aaron Bauer and Austin Fido got the loss correct. Oh, actually, oh, I didn't realize this. Austin actually got it completely correct. So there you go. Austin got it right. Um, so that means for the standings, and I have to redo this. All right, there we go. Um, for the standings, and did it update? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Anyway, um, so standing-wise, uh, Truman, you're still in first with 21 points. Pat, you're in second with 18. I'm in third with 17. And then we have Aaron, I'm oh, sorry, Austin Fido, Steve Toto, Tyus with 16. Aaron also 16, but he has one less uh, complete game correct, so he's down in sixth. And everybody else is below that. 
We're just going to ah. stop there. Mm. And for what it's worth, the less play FIFA video game is now down in seventh place. So <laughs> we're no longer in danger of a video game beating all of us. <laughs> all right. Um, so like I said, we had no break today, so let's go right into uh, what's coming up. Uh, first, with the playoff picture. So with the loss to New England, that means the Revolution leapfrog from fourth in the East to first. So the Red Bulls are now one point back to the Revolution. Uh, they have two games to hand on New England, so there is that possibility of uh, advancing without having to worry about New England. They're currently three points back in the Supporter Shield race uh, with one game in hand in Van- on Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver is currently leading that at 48 points. Uh, they have no games in hand on Dallas, who's two points ahead. No games against, or sorry, two games in hand against LA, who is two points ahead, and like for the East, uh, two games in hand on New England, who is one point ahead of the Red Bulls. Um, the Red Bulls can still clinch a playoff spot this weekend uh, if they win against Portland, or if Orlando City loses, they will clinch a playoff spot. So they could actually be, make the playoffs before Portland uh, rolls around on Sunday. Fascinating. But I know, because the whole. Um, so the math behind that, just in case anybody's not aware, if Orlando City loses, I'm going to bring up the standings, so I can make sure get the points right. So currently Orlando City is at 32 points, Red Bulls at 45. With five games left, that means that they would have... Uh, or, so if they lose, they'll have four games left, maximum of 12 points, and right now that would be 44 points. It would be just too short to get past the Red Bulls. And uh, New York City FC, Philadelphia, Chicago, we're all below that same at the same level in terms of games. So basically, as long as New York finishes 13 points or more ahead of Orlando City at the end of this weekend, they will advance to the playoffs automatically. You know, if you look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, uh, there's a really good chance that two teams with losing records will get into the playoffs in the East. <laughs> two um, loser teams. Since that's what's happening right now, you have two teams that have two more wins or two less wins than uh, losses. Yep, two loser Canadian teams. But I will get into that later. And yeah, for what it's worth, the Red Bulls are the only team with a plus ten or more goal differential in the East. Actually, you want to know the other funny thing is if uh, this it was just still all one conference in the playoffs, Colorado would be above the red line. Last place, Colorado. Yeah, they would because of the whole. Uh, well, actually, wait, what? The, Wait, no. No, they well, wouldn't they, be. If they, I, oh, yeah, shit, you're right. Yeah, you're right, because right, right, it's four, cause four playoffs. The, if they were in the East, if they were in the East, they would be above the red line. Well, no, yeah. no, no. The, wow. So the way, the way it used to work was what? Top four plus, well, plus two wild cards, right? Right. Look at the red so, line, Jenny. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was top top four from each conference plus or the top three plus four wild cards. I forget how it works. I know. That's why I said, let me rephrase. If the Colorado Rapids were in the East in the current format, they would be above the red line. Uh, they would not just be above the red line. Red line is sixth place. They would be sixth place. Jay, you're making it Sorry. Colorado Rapids have 34. 34 Sorry, is no. a higher number than 30, 33. I, I get that. I was thinking that they would be fifth. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, where would they be in the MLB playoff standings? Would they be in the first or second wild card? Uh, I mean, are they better than the Cubs? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> what's What's the Cubs record? I, don't, I haven't paid attention to baseball this year. They're good. They're good. Don't worry. They're good. They're in the second wild card spot. All right. The Cubs are good again. Woo-hoo. I like how that's good for the Cubs. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so uh, Sunday the Red Bulls have a game. Uh, in Portland, 
taking on the Timbers. Uh, that game is a 5 p.m. kickoff Eastern time uh, on ESPN. So uh, for those of you who want to watch Night of Champions on WWE Network, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that you may not want to watch this one, but anyway. Um, the last time the Red Bulls played in Portland, it was a 3-3 draw. The time before that, it was a 3-3 draw. And that was the only two times they played in Portland. So a little bit of history there. With and Both of them are crazy games, if I remember correctly. I think the yeah. first... I think the first game we had Thierry Henry sent off, and Dwayne De Rosario had a penalty kick at stoppage time to tie the game. In the second one, I want to say that Red Bulls went up three nothing in the first half and gave up three goals in the second half. That sounds about right. So, and I believe the first game against Portland actually took place the first year of the Red Bull ran because that would have been 2011. Right? Why not? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, Actually, that would have been 2012. I, I forget. I got my time's all screwed up at the moment. Anyway. Numbers. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, predictions. Pat, you're up first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Uh, I think uh, the Red Bulls are going to struggle again. Um, you know, another road game, a long road game uh, against another playoff bound team uh, on another turf field. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, so I think they're going to have some trouble. Uh, I think they. I don't think they're going to lose. I think we're going to get a draw because I think they're going to play a bit more desperately. Um, you know, I think Sean Wright Phillips and Sean Wright Phillips, probably Sean Davis, Gonzalo Byrne are all going to have to step up in this one as I think they're all, there's a very good chance all three will start. Uh, so I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with another 1-1 draw uh, this Sunday. I'm with the old draw there. Uh, I'm going to say 2-2 just to be different. I think it's going to be a wacky game, and I think the highlight of this game is is going to be when Sean McClaws scores a goal for the Red Bulls. They're going to be down 2-1. He's going to be in because they're going to need him. No late. He's going to have to come in and be the savior, and I think he's going to score the equalizer in about the 75th minute. And somehow, I, no one knows how the Red Bulls are going to escape because they have been playing well off of losses recently, but usually they would come home and play well. You know, this is the old back-to-back games on the road on short days rest. But, yeah, but maybe uh, they'll wake up a little bit. I think New England is way better than Portland. I think we can all agree on that one. Mm. Portland is so up and down. That's just the way this team has been for how long. Um, but I think that I think they will be motivated to to get out of there with a with a draw. So yeah, I'm going to say two two. Uh, I'm going with 3-3, because the last time they played in Portland, I predicted 3-3, and it was correct. So I figured, why not? Um, another wacky game, because apparently that's what happens when the Red Bulls go to Portland. It's just wackiness ensues. Um, Portland, man. I don't, I don't know what it is about Portland. I don't know if it's that their, their field is technically below sea level, or maybe Oregon is just a really friendly state to certain things, and the Red Bulls get into it. I don't know. It's just kind of... But weird things happen in Portland. Are you saying the Red Bulls do drugs? I would never say any such thing. <laughs> I would never say such thing. I think you're alluding. Alluding. Alluding to the tobacco that is wacky. I, it's that craft beer. That's what it is. All right. A delicious, delicious Portland craft beer. Well, I, who, uh, I, I assume, right? Because, I mean, that's what things happen in, quote, hipster towns, right? Yeah. You know who else is going to uh, score in this game? Because you just said it, Jay. Sasha, because he's got the hipster stash. Yeah. And he's in hipster town. He's going to score a goal. Well, I mean, yeah. He's got it, right? Sounds about right. Sounds accurate. So, uh, 
before we move on from the game, since Dax McCarty and Connor Late are suspended for this one, let's play a little who starts in their place. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious what you guys think. So, uh, Truman, you go first. Who do you think starts for Dax and Lade on Sunday? Uh, Zizo starts for Lade. And uh, I think Sasha will shift into Dax's spot. And um, I think Verone is actually going to get a start. I will be completely wrong because I think Sean will get the start first over him. But if we're just talking those those positions, I'm just throwing it out there. I think Verone plays in the midfield, and uh, Zizo plays in the back. Yeah, I think uh, Sh- uh, Sean Davis will get the start. Uh, to I think I agree. I think Question will probably move back and Davis in a more advanced role. Um, and then I think uh, back, I think Anthony Wallace will move into right back. He played there, I think, one other time this season. So. And he's been pretty solid, so I think Wallace will be your man at right back. If Wallace plays, does he score again? I don't know. He used to play for Portland, didn't he? So, so, so did Zizzo. Like, oh, oh there you go. Portland double Revenge. Vengeance, double vengeance. <laughs> Maybe Zizzo and Barone play. <laughs> what, what about Wallace starting? This is not my selection, but Wallace starting and scoring a goal. Zizzo coming in for Wallace and scoring a goal. <laughs> there you go. Be that would be a wacky game right there. That would be <laughs> wacky. Um, what, what I think will, what I think should happen is probably Sean Davis fills in for Dax McCarty with nobody else moving around. And uh, I would I would say Sal Zizzo probably slots in for late since that's kind of how he's been coming off the bench recently. But I could see Anthony Wallace starting there too, and I'd probably prefer Wallace since he's a natural defender. Um, True. But either guy in that position, either Wallace or Zizzo in that position would work because uh, the tactics that the Red Bulls play required that, that fullback to move up into the attack and put crosses in for the wing. And honestly, Lade has such a bad day doing putting crosses in that anybody could be better at that at the moment. Um, but I think Zizzo gets a start over Wallace. Just just my feeling. I think Wallace is more a reserve left back at this point than he is a standing right back. Um, Verone could start, but I I just don't see Jesse Marsh changing the rest of that midfield just to get Verone a start. It, that just that doesn't make sense in my mind. The one thing actually what you may see and this is me going on a limb, is uh, Mike Grella getting a rest, and maybe Varun gets a start out on the left. Well, I think that'll happen, for sure. Because, like, like we've, we mentioned, there's a lot of games coming up for the Red Bulls. Um, let's see if I can get back to the... Of course, it's not going to be that easy. Oh, there we go. So let's see. Um, after the game on Sunday, they have... Is it... Well, there's still September left. So I'm missing a game September. Plenty of games. Plenty. Um, I believe that's so like I said. They had the Friday game against uh, Orlando, one short rest. Well, relatively short rest, but they are flying back across the country. Then they have in October a Sunday, a Wednesday, and a Wednesday, and then a Sunday. Actually, yep. I don't play. Oh, sorry, Saturday, Wednesday. So actually, there's only one more real like short week for the Red Bulls going the rest of the way, unless they somehow drop to the wild card spot, which is not probably not going to happen. Um, but I, I can see. Marsh using this chance to give some players some rest if possible. So, um, I, I that's why I think if Verone's going to start, he'll probably be on the left. I'm sorry, on the right in place of uh, right left. I, I get screwed he's up. He's on the right. He's taking Lloyd Sam's spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I for some reason I, I keep getting screwed up with them because Grella and Sam have in, interchanged before, so that's why I get a little screwed up. But yeah, so I think if anything, uh, you'll see Verone coming on the left for Grella. All right. So with that. Truman, time for your terrible team of the week. 
can you guys guess the team this week? Can you guys guess? Hopefully not us. No, 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 no. Not us. Well, it can't be New York City because they won. No. The team with the red color? Uh, Well, it certainly could be. (laughs) A Canadian red color? It certainly could be, Pat. It certainly could be. Listen. Listen, we didn't I talk about we were going to get back to Canada later <laughs> on in the show? Let's let's get back to Canada, shall we? Playing Canada. Oh, Playing Canada. I love picking on TFC. It is a hoot. And they are disintegrating rapidly, as they, they so often love to do. Uh, Michael Bradley, EGAD man against the Revs. EGAD at home. Uh, bad, bad game. They gave up a goal. What? I don't know. Ten seconds into that game? Really early on. Uh, they looked terrible. And then, to make matters worse, to lose to the Smurfs. Yikes. And to let Lapmard score his first MLS goal, which I will also get back to even later on in the show. <laughs> uh, later on is probably about a minute and a half. Uh, but yeah, you let Lapmard score. Even more insulting. Woo, Toronto. I don't, I don't think uh, Canada can get this podcast, right? Isn't there some kind of uh, internet embargo where they actually can't get any of our shows? So they're not going to hear this. But yikes. Looking bad. And uh, you're lucky the other teams below you are so god-awful that you'll probably still get into the playoffs in that, in that one-game playoff. Even if they could hear us, does it matter? No. So we're good. No, because what are they going to say? They stink. They stink, and they've always stink. And I'm tired of people telling me that Toronto's going to be good every year. I don't want to hear it anymore. They're not good. They're bad. They're a very bad team. Very, very bad. All right. So with that, it's time for the dumping ground. Truman, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I have something to talk about. <laughs> do, you, do you now? <laughs> Getting back to uh, the hosers from the north, I want to talk about uh, Trouble in Smurf Village, which I thought was kind of funny that um, – they decided to have this protest over the way they've been treated. I guess kind of rightly so when you get your fans tased. And I guess other bad things have been happening, too. Uh, other supporters getting arrested, wrongly arrested, a bunch of shenanigans going on. But so the big Smurfs decide to have this protest during the first half, right? I don't know, marching outside the stadium, whatever, doing it with banners and crying. Who cares? But the best part is, uh, so while they're outside protesting, Mr. Dysentery himself, Latmard, scored. <laughs> so they all missed it. <laughs> You're idiots. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Pro tip. You don't want to get teased. Don't act out. Yeah, well, you know, behave yourself. I don't know. But there's there's something else going on, uh, which, from what I've been reading, doesn't sound very good with the police arresting the wrong people. Uh I don't know. A bunch of shenanigans can go on. A woman getting kind of uh, harassed, I guess, after a game. And the harasser not getting in trouble for it. Uh, a bunch of charges were dropped. It's it, Just go look it up online. Because I don't want to give out like a million details and get things wrong. But So, speaking of NYCFC, I have to bring this up. Smurfs, Shay. Smurfs. Sorry, Smurfs. If they want to call us fucking nicknames like the Pink Cows, which they stole from... Uh, Everybody, Toronto, right? And Philly stole it from Toronto. And, you know, you, they you pro- and Toronto, probably, Toronto probably stole it from DC. Right. What? I don't know. I don't know if I ever heard that. I'll ask DC people. I, I think I've heard 
I think I've heard it from DC fans before. You could, you could be right. Either way, it's not a, it's not an original thing. No. But anyway, so apparently after the game last night, um, Frank, what would you call him? Latmard. Latmard. Okay. Frank Latmard said, uh, maybe the Red Bulls are fortunate they got us early in our careers here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Think why? Because they 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 beat Toronto, who's disintegrating. Uh, that's that's what uh yeah and, 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 and I and I'm and I'm rehashing a joke I made on Twitter last night. It's only quote early because he showed up late. Oh hell! Because come on, really? You you had your chance. It's not like the, the rest of the team wasn't around the rest of the season, you know. And now Jay, you said you you said he he said that after last night's game. Yes. Maybe that dummy. Shouldn't be paying attention to the games that already happened and focus on now. How about that? How about just say uh, it doesn't matter uh, who we played in the past because we need to try to get into the playoffs. Not gonna happen, you know. But focus on the here and now, not the three games you already got your asses kicked in. Yeah, no, come on, they're not making the playoffs, so let Dummy. them. Maybe no, no, they shouldn't. Just, just, just stop. You lost. Don't, don't, don't toy with the emotions of Spurs fans. Ha, 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 Moving on. Playoffs? Talking about the playoffs? You actually need to make the playoffs to use that quote. <laughs> playoffs? Right now, Rich is like, oh, my God, they, they're not going to mention Philly. They're not going to mention Philly. They're not going to mention Philly. I'm not. I'm letting Philly go this week. This is it. This is the week, everybody. What, you know what? You know, now you might, what I want to see is I want to see some coach in MLS hold up a letter saying that they, they made the playoffs at some point. I want. I want to see somebody Herm Edwards a uh, Herm Edwards a press conference about making the playoffs. I don't know why you reminded me of that, but they, I did, and I want to see that now. Or are they going to push all their cards on the, on the table, push all their chips in, do one of those two? Yeah, yeah awesome. All in. Jim, Jim I want to see a coach go Hal McRae, take a phone, rip it off the table, and fling it around in the circle and hit somebody in the face. That's what I want to see. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to YouTube Hal McRae who was the Kansas City Royals manager way back when. Do yourself a favor. Pause this. Go watch. Come back. We'll, we'll be here. We'll uh, be here wrapping up the show. I want to see Kyle, uh, Coach go full Kyle Flood and have half his team arrested. Oh, and, then, uh, himself. and then send extremely and extremely uh, unethical emails and unethical meetings behind everyone's back. <laughs> Oops. All right. So uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, FIFA continues to crumble. Jerome Valk is out. Oh yeah, uh, the big story is that U.S. probably not hosting. Uh, yep, the big old tourney there. Well, that's two different things, right? They're not related. It's, they're not related now, but no. it well, it is the, them not hosting the tournament is absolutely related to the whole fallout from uh, the Department of Justice. So apparently, uh, you know, with all this going on, U.S. soccer wants to make, wants to be one hundred percent certain everything is on the up and up. And apparently, Combable is not uh, providing all the uh, stipulations that the U.S. wants. So, yeah, now it's looking like uh, the Copa Centenario, uh, which was going to happen in the United States, is not going to happen. So, which is but, a it is a which, shame for U.S. fans who would have liked to have enjoyed that. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I, I guess the, the the plus is then you know that now they don't have an important tournament. In the middle of World Cup qualifying, they can rest a little bit more. My understanding is they would still play in it, just not host it here. Uh, yeah. That's not what I heard. Yeah, I've heard they're yeah. not playing in it. Yeah. Okay, that's a new wrinkle to me. Yeah. 
And, and I guess if there's a tiny silver lining is that if one country can dump a tournament less than a year before, uh, you know, one goes on, uh, maybe we can dump Qatar as World Cup host seven years before that goes on. So that would be wonderful. Uh, yes, that would be a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah, but we're not. FIFA's not giving us a World Cup anytime soon now. That's uh, not going to happen. Oh, uh, here's another thing. What do you guys think about MLS going after Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo now? Yeah, because sure, that's what he's going to do. He only scored five goals the other day. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go play in Major League Soccer. <laughs> Good luck, Donnie boy. Come on. Don't you know this is the destination for all top players in the world? I mean, come on. We have Frank. Oh, wait. he's No, he's not good anymore. <laughs> not going to happen. No. What? Why? Why would he do that? I, I suppose the league should do its due diligence, but yeah, not going to happen. You know, Maybe you want to see shake. how much he's getting paid. The only team that has the money for it is uh, is the the Smurfs because they're owned by you know you know oil money uh, that's just disposable. So and which mean, which of course means they'll they'll purchase him and then loan him to Manchester City for a year. Yeah, that, that, that's one thing. And then on the other thing, it's like, hey, Cristiano, come check out this stadium you're going to play on. Like, he'll sign up for that. Hey, you think Turf is bad? Or baseball stadium or, you know. <laughs> you think Turf is bad? What about grass and on top of dirt that has any chance to settle? <laughs> no, you know where I want him to play? Columbus. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, at least they have grass there. Yeah, but it'd be, it'd be really funny. Oh, yeah. Columbus. Columbus fans just show up one day and be like, what the f- – what? Why is he wearing a crew jersey? <laughs> like the, he's like, this is a joke, right? He's And, and the, this is the thing for the league to want to shed, hopefully, the retirement tag. This is not how you go about it. I mean, seriously, like, are, are we still in MLS 2.0 or whatever the fuck the nations we're using? Because I, I thought we were kind of done with this. I thought I thought we were – for the for the most part, looking towards younger stars. Well, like, he's, 30, he's only thirty, and he's still arguably the best player, one of the best. But how players long has he? Five goals. Yeah, if they could, I don't think joke here is that like ah another over the hill hitter, and I think the joke more here is that there's no chance. Apparently, he's a billion dollar buyout clause. You know, where's that billion dollars coming from? Here's the thing: if 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 for argument's sake, he does come here, like he buys himself out and comes here. He is obviously coming here to retire because he doesn't give a fuck anymore if he's coming here. Well, it's, thing, it's, sad, it's the sad state of affairs, but that's the truth. If he comes here now, he does not care anymore about football. Well, he has won every title of note in Europe. So. True. And I think he has a World Cup, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and you know, if he, honestly, if he wants to come here and cash a big fat paycheck and somebody's willing to pay him all the power to him, but he's obviously not coming here to play. <laughs> he's coming here to retire. He'll he'll be the, the one of the most wealthiest people in the country at age thirty whatever, and not have to do much for it. You know what team he could play for, uh, which will bring me to my final point of the night: LA two, oh, which fought long and hard, and for many months to come up with a name, and they racked their brain, a big brain trust, and they thought you, you of know, everything they could. So wait, hold on. Hold on, we have to we have to make this differentiation. LA two in this case refers to the MLS team, not the right, USL not gout, not the gout. Who's talking USL here? No I'll just one. Make on it sure, because when you said LA two, I thought the, the USL team. The only time we talk USL is when we're talking about Sean McCloss. Okay, that's it. 
<laughs> we already mentioned it twice now, so we're going to move on. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the new LA team, they thought long and hard on a name, and they came up with the most unique name ever. LAFC. Yep. LAFC. That I wonder, did. Remember, it's all about the millennials. Yeah. The millennials. No, I wonder how that meeting went, that went. It's like, uh, LA Lightning? No. LA Sharks? No. Aztecs? Can we back to it? No, that's racist now. Oh. Uh, what's what's the name we have now? LAFC. Uh, let's just go with that one. I'm I'm waiting for the the video to come out in like six months with with the uh, the first set of chants for them, and the first one is LAFC. Because <laughs> you know you know what's gonna happen. I should I should copyright that now before I before something else does. Yeah, put it in a songbook right now. But you know you know. Because that's the trend now, is to come out with a chance yourself before the supporters have a chance, and to make a video about it. So you know they're going to do something like that. Yeah. And I guarantee you, LAFC is somehow like the first or second chance on that video. <laughs> or, or probably, and, and the other one's probably like, Los Angeles, because they can't think of anything else. If they can sing somehow, uh, I love it, that would be good. I love it. You know, do that song. Or Pretty in Pink, since apparently they're considering that as a... Uh, one of their colors. Which is MacArthur Park. I'm with that. Isn't MacArthur Park in uh, Los Angeles? Just sing that. That song. MacArthur Park is... Actually, I don't I don't know. Like... I only know the Weird Al version. I know. I was just about to say. I was like, <laughs> dark. I'm like, wait, those aren't the lyrics. I only know the Weird Al version. I, yeah. Oh, the dinosaurs are running wild. All right. Uh, <laughs> on that note, when you, when you close the show with Weird Al, you know you're doing well. Um... You can follow us at oncemetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant, patreon.com slash red bull rant, red bull rant at gmail.com if you want to email us during the week, 973-348-5329 to call us, facebook.com slash red bull rant on Twitter at red bull rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacd82 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman, subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at soundcloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Last words before we get out of here, gentlemen. Uh, two things, real quick. Go follow at LA Red Bulls. Uh, it's, I don't know. Someone started a Los Angeles chapter of Red Bulls fans, so go follow them. They can use it. I think it's like RBNYCT or underscore CT or something like that, too. Which I, I know it's not the same as being in LA, but. Yeah, we're talking the other side of the freaking country here. Come on, oh. man. Oh, since we're talking outside this freaking country, let's give a shout out to the guys in the uh, Irish, Scottish, English supporters on Facebook. Yeah. They're across the pond. Yeah, that's true. They're they're almost as far. Uh, yeah, so that and uh, wanted to do something really wacky on Sunday and win in the Rose City. Yeah, prove me wrong. Win. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 160 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lights.